0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Welcome, my friends. How are you today? Are you feeling aligned? Aligned emotionally, spiritually? Physically, Well, if you are feeling a little off today, or even if you're feeling great, I think today's episode is really going to speak to you. Uh, my guest is Aisha Tamir, an exercise physiologist who is also a yoga teacher and student of the energetic body. She has a really unique approach to health, uh, physical and mental and emotional, and yes, spiritual health based on the idea that those things cannot be separated from one another and to work on one aspect of our lives is to work on all aspect of our lives so it's not familiar this is a concept that is really important to me now where my work approaches a lot of this from the emotional and mental side now it does my background is on the physical side. So I connected with Aisha a lot because she offers physical postural alignment exercises to help us with our chakra balancing. And while it's valuable for all of the chakras you'll see, uh, we talked a lot specifically about the heart chakra because the heart chakra suffers mightily when we hold our bodies out of alignment. Aisha is great about helping us understand, too, why our energetic body is affected by our physical body. And for those of you interested in the science of all of this, Aisha is definitely going to speak your language. She is an award-winning author, keynote speaker, corporate trainer, and a columnist. As a movement specialist, she has helped over 500 clients find pain-free living. Her best-selling book, which we talk a little bit about on the show, is called Unhunched, Discover Wellness Through Posture. And it entails all the secrets to an upright posture and pain-free movement. We're gonna talk a lot about that today, about living pain-free through um, proper alignment and how to feel more empowered in your day-to-day life through physical postures, physical exercises that impact your energetic body. Enjoy. Well, hi, Aisha. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing good, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, my gosh. It's my pleasure. I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks for coming to talk about this. I think it's so important.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited about today's show because, you know, anytime I can um, combine exercise physiology and the research uh, behind physiologic changes within our body with the science and yoga, I am all for it so you know it really gets me pumping and excited so I'm really excited about today.
0: Oh 100% I think that we kind of sometimes forget that yoga is in fact a science. It isn't some sort of like esoteric thing with no basis in um like evidence. It's a it yoga is a science. And so I love that we're sort of going to do a little blend of some of your western science and some of our eastern science. So I love that. Um before we actually get to into the weeds on all of this. You are an an exercise physiologist. Is that is that the correct term? Yes,
1: I am an exercise physiologist. What and does an I
0: exercise physiologist
1: do. <laughs> yeah, great question, because um, a lot of people are not familiar with it. But uh, what I do is I create exercise programs, which are in um, which are in tacked with our physiology but what does that mean um in particular i am a movement specialist so i help people correct their muscle imbalances Mm -hmm. right so but we what we see is that the way we hold our bodies it creates a lot of physiologic changes in our body too so i don't deal with just you know the exercise itself but also other systems of our body like breathing our blood circulation, right So I incorporate all those exercises and make create a program to help people live
0: a pain-free and empowered life. Nice. that's like I think what everybody wants pain free and empowered. yes, sign me up um so you're what you're saying and I I've been a sort of proponent of this for a long time but our physical well-being, directly impacts our emotional mental and even spiritual well-being these are not two things or three things or four things that can be separated out there actually it's one integrated system and so that's kind of what you. because you're also a yoga teacher so you do a lot of um, work in that way right yeah I am a certified yoga
1: instructor and you're absolutely right that our physical being is not you know, just standing by itself. It's not on its own. It's a combination of how we are showing up in this world, emotionally, spiritually. And then, of course, a lot of it manifests manifests as uh, muscle imbalances in our body. Or it could be the other way around, that you hold your body in a certain position, especially with our lifestyle today, you know, working with the technological devices, we are really spending a uh, long-term high volume. Um, uh, we have this high volume use of se- cell phones, computers, which is having a knock-on effect on many of our body systems, especially mm-hmm. our musculoskeletal system. Now that could lead to emotional disorders, and it could lead to a lack of spirituality, you know, um, as we would say. But so it's it's like a bidirectional pathway, right? So it's not like one is leading to the other. It could be either way. Um, but we see the effects on not just the physical body in terms of pain, but we also see the effects on Uh, Our energy uh, systems, and we see the effect on our emotional health,
0: and of course, spiritual health. And that's your specialty, right? Is sort of finding the ways that we can do different exercises, um, or postures, or things like that, to to improve the alignment of our physical bodies, which helps then sort of align our uh, energetic bodies, which can also help improve our mental health and emotional health, right? So you sort of start with the physical or offer corrective exercises for the physical body
1: yeah so i offer corrective exercises for the physical body and exercise programs that also um include higher energy like cardio vascular exercises that we include. Um, and as I continued to work in this field and I became a certified yoga instructor, I was just more curious to see, okay, so how does it intersect with the yoga world? How does this intersect with our energy? How does this en- intersect with our chakras? Um, Which you are an expert of, of. Um, And the more I worked in this field, I started understanding that, you know, Again, our body, physical body is not standing alone, although that was what my specialty is. Now I've been merging the two Mm -hmm. together because as we are finding out, even with research, that the way we hold our bodies, it is very much related to our hormonal response. It's very much related to the way we process stress. It is very much related to the way we work all day on our computers. So all of that is interconnected it's like a chain reaction that's happening in our bodies day in day out um and by fixing by um by fixing our posture physical posture let's say we can have a more empowered life we can have better energy channels open energy channels within our body can
0: you give me like a concrete example of how um let's say poor posture since you mentioned that how Uh, less than ideal posture sort of, you can draw a straight line from that to. I know we've talked about like depression and anxiety. Um, And then you mentioned hormonal response. So what's sort of the mechanism there? If I'm sitting at my desk because I work at a computer all day and I'm hunched forward, what's the line from my hunched forward posture to any of those sort of emotional or mental health challenges?
1: Yeah, so over here I would first like to define what a hunched over posture looks like. Please. Um so what a hunched over posture looks like is that we have our mostly our we are looking down, our chin is dropped to the chest. And since we are looking down and chin is dropped to the chest, now that's gonna really strain the muscles in the back of your neck. So your muscles are tight. They're gonna pull your shoulder forward. So you're now you have that rounded shoulder or kyphotic posture that we call. And uh, most of the time, since your shoulders are now forward, they're going to pull that those hips forward too. So the way, where you're looking at, uh, our body's assuming, if you're looking down, our body is assuming, uh, sorry, excuse me, the brain is assuming that we're going to move forward, right? Um, so our body just tries to push the hips forward in that response. But of course, you know, you're not going anywhere. You're just, sitting in the chair, or maybe you, you have your standing desk, you know, you took it a step further, you are actually trying to take care of your posture, have a standing desk. But even if that is the case, and this is what the position you're holding, well, your body is gonna be out of alignment. So when we talk about proper posture, or um, let's say the ideal alignment of our body, physical body, we talk about five landmarks. And those landmarks are earlobe, shoulder, hips, knees and ankles aligned on a vertical line when seen in a sideways position. So for example, you could ask one of your friends to take a picture of you in a lateral position or a sideways position. And the landmarks that you want to observe then to see if you have a good a posture or not, are your earlobes, shoulder, hips, knees and ankles. Now, in a hunched over position, these landmarks are not aligned. So that's why we, when we are looking down, we have this forward head posture. Now the forward head posture is going to pull your shoulders to, uh, and make them rounded. And then the hips go forward too. And once the hips go forward, we know that the knees and ankles are probably, most probably not going to be aligned. So now how is that connecting to our um, energy system? How is it connecting to our emotions, right? Let's take a look there. Um, it has a very deep connection with our heart chakra because when you have this forward head and rounded shoulder posture, what is it you know, telling the world? That we are trying to protect ourselves. We are trying to protect our energy center. We don't want to expose our heart to others, right? So now, This is related to a couple of things physiologically. First is our stress response, response to stress. We have all felt stress, right? You would say that. Of course. Yeah. It can present as like worry, fear, anger. These are all the emotions we associate it with. with. Um, Like overwhelm, anxiety even, depression. And um, one of the stress I specifically talk about is the work stress because it's very much related to our muscle tension. Stress adversely affects our nervous system and the way our nerves communicate. So when stress levels are high due to, let's say work deadlines, shortage of staff, maybe it's like that email sitting from your boss on the computer, uh, a signal travels from our brain to the nerves to protect us. This is our protection mechanism. And under this protection mechanism, our nerves activate our muscles to really tense up. Now, when your muscles are tense, now you are really going to exaggerate that hunched over posture even further. For First thing was that, oh, maybe it's just habitual or your setup isn't proper, right? So you're hunching over. Now, on top of it, you have this work stress piled up that's going to really activate those front chain muscles of your body to tense up. Now, our brain is creating this imagined threat uh, in response to... Uh, that email that's sitting on the computer, right? And which is really directing our body to go into the survival mode to protect us. Um, So this activates our hypervigilant sympathetic system, which is a branch of our our autonomic nervous system. Uh, And because our body responds to mental images of future and perceived threats, as if we were literally running away from a saber-toothed tiger, you know, our body knows nothing different. So what's happening is now you are just dealing with the small issue at work, but your body's emergency response has been activated, which we call the fight or flight response, because your body is thinking, I need to protect this human being. We need to survive. What can I do to protect this body, right? So physiologically, what do we do? We see these changes occur in our bodies. Rapid breathing, increased heart rate, increase in blood pressure, and reduced blood fl- flow to our organs, because those are our rest and digest system, like mm-hmm. most of our bodily organs, but increased blood flow to our peripheral muscles, because now we are getting ready to run away. Um, and the last one, which I'd like to highlight, is the higher levels of cortisol.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, So now all of these physiologic changes together, what are they doing? They're tensing our muscles. They are creating these muscular imbalances. And when our muscles are tight, it raises the levels of lactic acid in them. And the lactic acid induces that muscle soreness, sends sends the pain signals to our brain. This stress to pain cycle it can continue in an endless loop for modern deskbound professionals today. And um, so, what happens is our muscles like to go through a stress phase. And then a relaxation phase. So all stress isn't bad, you know. Some amount of stress, of course, is good for your body. It's good for your brain. It's good for our energy systems too. But what happens is when our muscles cannot regenerate because we are not putting them into that relaxation phase. Um, in c- case of us desk-bound professionals today, what what are we doing? We just keep thinking of our stressors. We keep thinking of that email that's sitting in our computer 24/7. And and guess what? We have phones now. So now we can be connected 24-7 with our work, with our coworkers, um, and we don't unplug. So now the brain continues to signal the muscles to contract, even when the muscle is no longer needed for movement. This co- constant activation pattern is leading to chronic Pain And chronic pain is leading to this blockage of the heart chakra, blockage of energy flow. This is one way. Now, the second way is the hormonal changes that we see, which I want to highlight over here. What we see with the hormones is that uh, we, um, our Cortisol hormone elevates, which I talked about earlier, because our adrenal gland is really active and you're in that fight or flight mode. Um, the other hormone that also gets activated is the testosterone. So, Dr. Amy Cuddy, she's a professor at Harvard Business School, she has done um, extended research on the effects of uh, body language and the psychological response to body language, and what she found was that having an upright, unhunched posture is all about sparking um, these hormonal and physiologic changes that make us more confident. Now. In terms of hormones, when we have this open, expansive posture, what are we looking at? We are looking at increased level of testosterone, which is our power or confidence hormone, and decreased level of cortisol, which is the stress hormone in our body. So um, let's talk a little bit about expansive posture here because I want your audience to be able to uh, practice those postures. We call them power poses, but guess what though? When we are practicing yoga, how many power poses do we do, right? The sun salutations through, throughout the sun salutation, uh, the mountain pose, right? It's a power pose. Um, your heart opening pose, your cactus pose, it's a power pose. So anytime you're expanding your arms out, really taking space within um, your uh Uh, environment, that is a power pose. And that is going to elevate your power or confidence hormone, which is your testosterone, and decrease the stress hormone. And it will help you have those dominant feelings of posture, Uh, you would be less stress reactive, and you'll be more open to other people's ideas, you'll be more open to new relationships. Now, reverse is also true when we are in this hushed over posture, well, we have this submissive posture. We are already closing our heart chakra. And along with that, we have now the higher levels of cortisol there, which is making us stress reactive. So it all comes together. So stress can start this, you know, hormones, uh, physiological changes, hormonal cycle within our bodies, right? And then when we are here because of it, now the cortisol levels rise even further. And now we are more stress reactive because anything that comes our way, again, it could be like a small email, small project deadline, right? And we feel like we are just unable to handle that because we are so stress reactive at that time. So I talk about this especially because confidence is so necessary for being an effective leader. And our posture impacts our brain and our physiology, our moods and thoughts, our energy system. The rise of collapsed sitting, standing, and even you know walking. I see people walking with their heads down all the time now because they're so used to of that position. Your head would just stay forward. Um, And the constant use of technology is definitely to be blamed here. Um, It's really creating this decline in leadership, and it's creating this epidemic, emotional epidemic in people today.
0: So I have some thoughts. That was a lot. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is exactly the direct line I was looking for, from the posture, unnecessarily signaling our bodies to create stress hormones, to experience stress in a way that isn't necessarily um, real or certainly not acute. Right. And that's the the difference is we like acute stress is fine. It's chronic stress. It's the chronic production of stress hormones. That's, that's a um, sort of a problem. Um, oh, and the other thing I think just If you're listening and you're like, well, I'm a woman and I don't have testosterone, that's actually like a myth. I think people don't always understand, like most of these hormones that you hear about, everybody has some levels of them. So you actually do need testosterone to function as a female and just like men as males need estrogen to function healthy as well. So, just in case you were wondering, you're like, "What's happening? Why would I have testosterone?" That's why, because we all have all the hormones in our bodies. Um, just wanted to make a quick clear up of that, because I think that's a that's just like a myth that floats out in the ethos that we don't always that we don't always understand. Um, what I really liked was we tend to think that we're feeling. Depression and anxiety. And yes, there are certainly sort of chemical imbalances. But I think what you're saying is we could potentially sometimes be having these reactions of depression, anxiety, chronic stress, not because we actually have a chemical imbalance, but because we're not sort of engaging that mind body connection where we, if we started to pull our shoulders back and open up our hearts. And let me first, let me finish that thought, opening up our hearts and sort of allowing that flow, allowing that release of energy, right? We have the stress and then we release the energy and we don't have to hold on to it or let it start to live, you know, live rent free in our muscles, as they say. Um, is that kind of is that kind of what we're saying here is that we, we have options to address these issues that are simply, that could be as simple as standing up straight?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we are talking about. That you know we have this connection between um, our physical being, our bodies, and the mind, right? And just having this open posture. And referring back to Dr. Amy Cuddy's TED Talk, um, it, it's I think one of the most top-rated and watched TED Talk. I highly suggest your listeners to watch it. Um, is that it takes only two minutes to have those physiologic responses within your body So if you just um had an open posture held in open posture and it could be different positions, right for two minutes we start seeing these hormonal changes within our body but now it's of course it's connected to our brain, right how we are thinking about it and how are we are processing these emotions we are, less um uh we don't have as atmosphere anymore just within two minutes we start seeing these changes so it's it's important to recognize that mind body connection and I want to bring in one of the um physiologic systems that we use all day long which is our breathing right we take breaths yeah, and in hopefully. case you're one yeah, yeah. <laughs> right we all breathe and in case you're wondering we take on average, twenty-two thousand breaths a day, and it's such an, an integral part of your yoga practice, right? We, we, uh, I mostly start my yoga classes with a uh, breathing practice, and then I end it with a breathing practice too. And I know most of the uh, most of the instructors do that, but it's so much related to your posture as well, and here's how. Now, when you're hunched over, you are, what's happening in your abdominal region, right? If Mm. for just two minutes, if you and your listeners would like to just, you know, come with me um, in a hunched over position and just keep your hands on your abdominal region, what happens? You lose the tone in the abdomen, right? And we are collapsing. We are compressing the abdomen. Now, within the abdomen now, there is this, a muscle that is very important for breathing, which is the diaphragm, okay? So now that diaphragm wants to really expand in a three-dimensional way every time you take a breath. However, for us busy professionals in our lives today, what's happening is since we are sitting in this compressed position, we are compressing our abdomen, the diaphragm can't expand. And as a result of that, our breathe breathing pattern has become really shortened. It's called a shallow breathing pattern. Mm-hmm. So our breath is really like stopping in our chest cavity. And when that happens, now your diaphragm is not going to be able to do its function that it needs to do. What's going to take over though? So the compensatory muscles of the chest and uh, your neck going to help out shoulder neck and chest are going to help help out yeah exactly now that's going to lead to those elevated shoulders and even further rounding of your shoulders right um, but that is of course the physical manifestation of that shallow breathing pattern but what's happening inside your bodies which we don't tend to understand often is that we are reducing the uh, flow of oxygen to our muscles, to our brain. So what we find through research is that, it, um, sorry, a, a compressed uh, diaphragm, it leads to up to 30% less um, oxygen intake. Yeah, so you are taking in up to 30% less oxygen with each breath, just because you're sitting in a hunched over position. Um, and, and if, of course, it might not seem like a big number, but if you think about it, over the time of the day, right? 22,000 breaths. Seems you're like a taking... big number to me, 30%. It's, yeah, 30%. A- and um, oxygen is your main fuel, right? I mean, oxygen is what fuels our bodies. It fuels our energy system. You, We can't, you know, we can't do anything without oxygen. So th- there, right there, we are creating this blockage of just the, the in our uh sacral uh system right there right so yeah. our sacral chakra um and then of course it's all related to our emotions that again becomes really related to our energy system our emotions uh, in total so having this open posture not only now is creating these hormonal changes it's also creating these physiologic changes where you're not able to take full deep breaths, which you want to take, right? So it's an easy fix though. I suggest that my clients should um, bookend their days with deep diaphragmatic breathing, right? And you could do that in a standing position. You could even do it in a seated position, but uh, of course the diaphragm doesn't really expand fully if you are sitting in a chair. Um, The best way I say to do it is, uh, without any gravitational pull, with you know, just lying down on your yoga mat with your back on the yoga mat, and you okay. try to practice the deep diaphragmatic breath. But there you have it. Like you know, it's the mind-body connection through and through, um, and our physiologic systems, all of them coming together, and you know. Just not having a good posture means that you know you're, you are affecting all of these physiologic systems. We um, can, of course, go into our circulatory system too, because when you're sitting in the chair for too long with an improper posture, you're necessarily shutting down your calf muscles. So your calf muscles become uh, become inactive. Most of the muscles in the back of your body start becoming weaker and inactive. And that is, again, leading to these muscle imbalances then, you know, over time, you just stay in that muscle imbalance and that
0: hunched over posture. you find chronic pain. Yeah, Yeah. everybody said the experience of standing up, uh, getting out of the car after a long car ride, getting off an airplane, right? And you stand up and you're like, whoa, you think, oh my gosh, my muscles don't work. To sort of bring what you're saying back to the energetic system, we talked about the collapsing of the the heart chakra. So the energy struggles to flow between sort of your upper energy system and your lower energy system. It also struggles to flow uh, in and out between your, you know, outer experience and your inner experience, right? Like that energetically, you're cutting off your own flow. Like you said, you're pro- it's a protective posture and protective means... We don't let anything in, and we don't let anything out. And I, this, I don't know if this is a big reach, but so many people these days are struggling truly with like an open heart, um, self-love, self-acceptance, um, accepting love from others. And you know, it physically we're pulling our hearts away from the world so much of the day, and I can't help but think that that's going to make an impact.
1: Yeah, it does. So you're absolutely right that we are struggling with, um, y- you know, just our confidence in ourselves A- and then, you know, it pours into our relationships. So yeah. let's talk about self-worth and self-esteem here because that's directly related to our posture. Um, so, you know, in, we are, have these limiting be- limited beliefs about ourselves now, that we are holding our bodies in a hunched over posture for so long, for extended periods of time. And that really affects our confidence in ourselves. We, it leads to self-sabotaging thoughts, not being able to be open to others. Um, and I wanna highlight a research study that was performed on Ohio State students here. Dr. Petty performed this research on Ohio State students. And in the study, the students were asked to either like sit up straight with an open chest or sit hunched over with their gaze down. And they were required to fill out a job application and list three positive or negative personality traits that they thought will contribute to their future job satisfaction and professional performance for that job. So afterwards, the students were uh, were able to rank themselves on how well their performance will be in that profession. So what they found was that the students in an unhunched open posture, they believed in their positive traits that they wrote on the job application. And they actually got those jobs too. Whereas those in a hunched over stance, they didn't trust their ability to perform at the job. And they listed the negative job, um, uh, negative personality traits more than the positive personality traits. So an upright position makes it so much easier to believe in ourselves. And when we believe in ourselves, now you we are talking about this positive energy flow, right? There's no restriction, the energy is flowing properly. Now we are talking about better relationships, better emotional health, right? And, and I always like to uh, highlight this, that you know actors and models, they get formal training to have an up- upright posture when they are on the uh, stage. Why? Because it it leads to increased confidence and enhanced emotional communication, which we are seeing, like, you know, not nonverbal communication. So we can all emulate them, too. It's easy
0: just by just by holding an upright posture most of our day. It's so funny, Aisha. I feel like I feel like if I just listen to my mom when she was like, stand up straight, take a deep breath. I feel like (laughs) um, it just makes me laugh. because I think we sometimes forget these things that we can do that will make such a big impact in our self-worth, self-love, self-compassion, the belief in ourselves. Um, you know, these are, are, are small things like taking these open postures for two minutes, practicing your deep diaphragmatic breathing, releasing any sort of stuck energy down in your solar plexus and your sacral chakra areas, right? Release it. We, we're we always like, oh, it must be some sort of deep-seated psychological problem or something trauma from my childhood. And all of that may be true and may be real and may have happened, but these are action steps we can take right now to feel better. And I think that's one of the really big reasons I wanted to talk to you was that your your education and you're able to communicate with us, like really why on an energetic and physical level are these adjustments that we can make going to help us right now today we don't need 10 years of therapy to stand up straight right we may also need 10 years of therapy but we can stand up straight and right in that moment feel better yeah so you highlight
1: highlighted a very important point that Yes exactly we might want to go through therapy and I, I'm a big proponent of it because it really works and you know science shows it it shows us that it works but um having just holding your body in a positive open posture is gonna put you in that frame set of recovery and healing right away right so this is in your control this is completely in your control and that's the beauty of having a good open and expansive posture. Because if you're afraid, we lack self-confidence, self-esteem um, or suffer from any other manifestations of a closed heart chakra. So we are trying to protect ourselves physically um, at the center of the solar plexus, right? But, you know, having an open chest, having an open posture while you're working during the day or or even, you know, maybe watching TV that's totally in our control and all it takes is to just have that um a tall mountain pose maybe hold that for 30 seconds or hold the um uh, uh what is it called the cactus pose which mm-hmm. is my favorite it's my favorite because it really opens those shoulders and chest muscles um and it and since you're squeezing your shoulder blades in the back it really uh strengthens your back muscles which we need so our you know, we could overcome our protective instincts right away by just holding those postures. And I want to talk a little bit about um, grounding effect of posture and the garland moves.
0: Yes. I wanted to say, wanted to go back because you were mentioning fear and having less fear. And I think most of my listeners know that's like a, a, like a root chakra issue that we struggle with. So yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. Let's talk about Let's talk about the garland pose. Let's talk about hips and how important hips are to our emotional and mental health. Was that, I I never thought I would ever say that sentence, but let's talk about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we have been focusing a lot on the upper body, which, which is a very big for posture, right? Because the first thing that stands out is our upper body posture. Um, and the way we hold our heads and we hold our shoulders and close our chest. Um, but It is very much related to the root chakra too, which is linked to our ability to dig in and feel firmly rooted in our lives. Um, And we know the natural element for a root chakra is the earth and it's linked to like strength, safety, grounding, stability, which are all important components of having a better posture, right? And I wanna say something that whenever I'm working with clients on their postural um, issues, as an exercise physiologist, or when I'm leading yoga classes, I see this so often that my clients and students, they can't get into this deep squat. And most of the time, um, although it does happen with younger generation too, but most of the time, a lot of them are blaming it on old age. And I really want to debunk this myth here that it's not old age. And I'm going to tell you why, because my experience with, you know, deep squat and a garland pose is totally different. And old age is totally different than what we see here um, in our industrial societies. My family is from India and they migrated to pakistan after partition but uh whenever i w- visited my great grandmother she refused to sit in chairs because she just wasn't used to it right so she sat in a deep squat or kneeling position or like the cross legged position that we assume when we are um uh, practicing breathing in yoga um this is the those were her resting positions and she would even do her house chores like washing dishes, cooking, laundry, all in a deep squatted position. So um, interestingly, the deep squat is still a primary mode of sitting for many people around the planet. If you travel to the streets of China or Indonesia, you would see people selling uh, street uh, food and waiting for buses in a deep squat position. Let me just define the deep squat deep squat really quickly. It means that you're dropping your hips below your knees and your hips are nearly touching the ground while you keep your spine ex- extended to get into this position. Now, w- my grandmother could squat down till she was 98 years young. She had no issues getting up and down the floor. And I and I watched her doing that. I still remember like, you know, going back to my uh, paternal home and, um she would like serve us dinner. We would all like sit in a circle with my great uncles and aunts um, and my grandmother. And we would sit on the floor and eat in a deep squat. No, you know, so nobody had any issues. Like they didn't struggle with it. And I really w- want to highlight this because uh, one of the reasons is that in most much of the industrial and modern desk bound world, chairs have replaced the steep squat As the primary resting mode. We sit in office chairs, we sit in dining chairs, we commute in car seats, we get entertained on couches, right? So our bodies have really forgotten to get into these this deep squatted position. And why do I bring this up? Because you know, we are literally not grounded anymore. Yes. We live in our thoughts and not within the sensations of our bodies. Our energies stay in. Um, in the upper body in our shoulders we are just energetically really imbalanced because of that Um, and we are losing the connection with mother earth and that's such a good point oh that's such a good point And our functional ability to sit and stand off the floor is really directly related to the flexibility of our our muscles, the mobility of our body, the stability of our musculoskeletal chain, right? The more flexible our muscles are, the easier it is to keep our natural posture. So finding your natural posture, honestly, can not only help you live a fully functional life, but it can actually connect you with The mother earth it can connect you with your root right which i feel like you know slowly and gradually we are starting to lose so one of the things you know one of the tips i want to give your listeners is that try to get down to the floor as much as you can right Um, and what i do is i like to set up a floor desk i don't sit there all day Mhm yeah Tell so you that. can yeah so if you have a home office you can set up a floor desk instantly any desk which is like you know 16 inches high would do well for you and what i use is i use my standing desk attachment it's like a um standing it's on amazon you can buy a desk attachment that would turn any of the tables or desks in your home into a standing desk right so it goes up and down and i use that as my floor desk And I only, you know, try to use my floor desk an hour a day. You can do, uh, you can just get away with it, like for 20 minutes a day, because what is happening is every time you're getting down to the floor and getting up, you're activating all those muscles. At first, you might feel a little stiff because again, your muscles and body is just not used to getting into this healthy posture anymore. But so try to use like cushions to bring the floor up to you. And slowly you can start removing them as your body posture and the awareness of your body improves and try to get down on the floor. And in that sense, also, you'll also remove your shoes. You know, if you can't be without socks, it's even better because the more you connect with the ground, the easier this whole, you know, holding this natural posture becomes so much easier, which is unique to our bodies.
0: Yeah. And the better our posture is and the more rooted we are, the more energetically sound we're going to be as far as building our foundations and then all the way up. And yeah, I, I think what you said is very true. I, I work with people all the time who are very much stuck in their upper chakras and have lost um, connection to their bodies, to the earth and things like that. I am literally going to make a floor desk today. So next time you see me, Aisha, don't be surprised if I'm sitting on the floor and I have my my computer sitting on a little uh, table or something, because that is a brilliant idea. Standing desks, floor desks, seated desks. Oh, we're just doing it all. This has been so very, very fascinating. And I think this is such an important and often neglected part of our spiritual journeys is caring for these bodies that are the vessels for our spirit, right? A lot of times we get really caught up in wanting to be spiritual and care for this. And like, we forget to sort of pull it down and remember we are these material bodies as well as a big integrated whole person. And so thanks for sharing this. I love your, your tips. So today we're going to stand up straight. We're going to take deep diaphragmatic breaths and then we're going to sit on the floor or as close as we can get to it for a little while and our from the heart chakra down. It sounds like we're just really going to get some solid, um, activation to help care for our bodies and our emotions and our mental and our spiritual health as well
1: yeah i love the way you summed it up and the best part is that it's in our control right these are simple changes you can make to reduce your physical pain and emotional pain and changing your posture could just look like maybe sitting on the ground for 10 minutes a day, right? It could look like um, uh, just breathing three to four times, like taking deep breaths during the day. Uh, placing your keyboard where your shoulders and arms can be relaxed. Lifting your screen up so that your eyes are in level with your screen. And then of course, practicing yoga, which is my favorite tip
0: <laughs> That's all always care. yes. Absolutely, practicing yoga and remember, it doesn't have to be a complicated practice. You can do a few poses here and there, right? It doesn't, uh, you don't have to do like headstands to be doing yoga, right? There's a lot of options. I firmly believe, and I think you do too. Yoga is for every body. There is a way to bring yoga to you.
1: Exactly. You just said it beautifully. Yeah. Yoga is, doesn't have to be complicated, right? It could be as simple as like we just talked about that holding like a cactus pose while you're watching TV, practicing, you know, yeah. yeah, Sitting in a um, a cross-legged position and practicing deep breathing. That's yoga for you. Like if that's where that's the time you have, and that's the accessibility you have, that's your yoga, right? That's your practice. So, you know, whatever you can do, but try to bring it into your life. That's key.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Start Try addressing it
0: exactly. the chronic stress, the chronic pain, the, the stuck energy that I think a lot of us are experiencing day to day. Yeah. Like let's yeah. nail these basics and get yeah. the things we can control, you know, taken care of right away. Um, I should, thank you so much for your time today. This was really fascinating and helpful. I appreciate it. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, do you have a, you have a website, you have social media, tell us, tell us where we can find you.
1: Yeah, so website is the best way. My .com is AishaTahir.com. And on this website, your listeners will be able to find all about me, my wellness offerings, like my corporate posture workshops that I customize for organizations' unique needs, empowering employees with skills they need to improve their posture and breathing, increase productivity, um, team collaboration, and overall well-being. Also, I have a bunch of uh, valuable free resources for your listeners, like post- free posture guide, a list of ergonomic resources, blog posts, and posture exercise video library for them to understand the significance of posture and its impact on our our physical and mental health. Uh, Over there, they will also find um, an opportunity to purchase a signed copy of my award-winning book, Unhunched, Discover Wellness Through Posture, which really delves deep into this mind-body connection and offers a more comprehensive understanding of the impact of posture on various aspects
0: of our life. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you sharing all of that with us um, and I appreciate you sharing your time here with us today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It was a blast.